Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Two, one. Josh, I can't believe it. Everybody, welcome to episode 43 of the Have We Made It Pod- Have We Made It Yet podcast. It's the podcast where creatives talk about the process of making it. And sometimes, if we're lucky enough, we have amazing guests to also come along with the show. My name is Lucas Ng, and I'm the actor portion of this podcast, and I'm joined by my co-host, Josh Yang, and I'm the uh, up-and-coming amateur comedian, haven't really made it so much, but I'm getting there kind of, maybe part of the act. <laughs> you know what, man? If you continue with this act, you'll be what, you'll be evergreen forever, always up-and-coming the whole time. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the sweet spot, because then it's like you're not fully in where you can feel like, no, you know what, no, I'm thinking more about it. It's not the sweet spot. It's the... It's, <laughs> It's actually the grueling grind of figuring out if you're you have any talent or if you're gonna make it anywhere. So, I mean, it's 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 this period where like you look back on and you can be like, oh, you you think about it nostalgic, you you wax poetic about it, but really when you're living it, it's pretty shit. But other than that, um, yeah, wait, <laughs> this isn't how we usually start. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't usually start off so negative, but. Anyways, hopefully you have better news. And if you can answer this question again with the joke of the week, Mr. Josh Yang, have you made it yet? I've alluded to it and I have not made it yet. But, you know, like like I said before, I'm committing to this one joke a week type of exercise commitment uh-huh. um, to what we're doing here. So, okay, here's the joke. Here's the joke. <clears throat> Halloween, uh, we, we just came past Halloween, even though it's, about four weeks ago uh halloween was just finished and to me i think halloween is just like the purge for rich people uh but instead of the rich killing the poor for sport on one night a year they kill their children slowly and with full-size diabetes bars hey yes. <laughs> diabetes bars maybe the the rhythm of that might be a little odd but i yeah, i think i think i could expand i got this other whole idea where it's like it's the first time rich people can like engage in redistribution of wealth like they yeah. don't have they can do it one night a year and then the rest of the time they can be like oh no redistribution not good but um so that's the joke of it, the week it, it's topical it's, i mean ish yeah it's topical. four weeks ago topical four weeks ago halloween happens every year yeah, even though, yeah. even though this year, you know, with COVID and everything, who knows what everything was. But exactly. um, anyways, I feel like I feel like I've met my quota. Lucas, Lucas, yeah. have you made it yet? I know I sound like a broken record. That's such a cliche because I've never owned records in my life. Um, but no, I have not made it yet. But 
Oh man, Josh, we were just talking about this before we hit the record button, but like things are on the move again and I'm excited. Um, I'm really hoping to end off this abysmal, it's not abysmal, it's very trying year on a, on a high note. And, uh, and we, we might be getting there right now. So um, keep up to date with this podcast for all their future updates because things are going to pick up soon. Yes, nice. Listeners. Hoping for that uh, Christmas miracle, Christmas episode podcast where it's like, oh, it's a Christmas miracle type of ending to the year. You know, either that or the aliens come out of the monolith that they discovered in Utah and take over. So who knows how this year is going to end? That was so cool when I saw that on Vice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Josh. But we have, we do have a third panel this week. You know, one, two third panel right there mm-hmm. that means we have an amazing guest here today are you ready josh oh tell me tell me who our guest is so a friend of the show Ginny wong if you remember from previous episodes there uh had introduced me to our next guest here our guest has a play reading group where she picks plays and also casts people to play certain parts within that play i was fortunate enough to do a reading with her over zoom it was such a great time to meet other actors and to be also inspired by them too. Um, I just think that speaks volumes that even during this time when it's hard to stay motivated and inspired, she still rallies and furthermore inspires others to keep on going. I believe I'm all the better for joining her group. So thank you to our next guest for uh, starting that play reading group. So our guest here has had roles in History Erased, Untold Stories of the ER, and more recently, a starring role as Agent Allison in the hit Christmas movie, Baby in a Manger. Please give it up for the amazing Monica Rodriguez Knox. Hey. Ooh. Hey, guys. What an intro. Wow. I feel very special. Oh, uh, you are. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. Thank you. As we start off with every show, though, Monica, have you made it yet? Have I made it yet? That would be a new. No. <laughs> oh, that was so emphatic. No, I've not made it yet. Um, yeah, but I feel that that shouldn't discount how far I've come. Exactly. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I feel like I still have a ways to go, but uh, I still have come a long way. So I'm, uh-huh. I'm very happy about that. For yeah. sure. And we will definitely touch upon your whole story from George Brown to all the plays that you've been doing and training and all that stuff too. But I like to lead off with also this question too. What's your mm-hmm. it in making it? I think for me, making it would be uh, working consistently. Um, ideally, uh, honestly, it would be like a procedural drama episodic show Um, or a sci-fi series, something like that would be like my ultimate. Um, But honestly, it would be if I could be making a consistent living off of acting. That would be to me like making it. Yeah. Yeah. It's always that kind of like financial, I guess financial stability, but stability is the wrong word. But like, I think just a financial understanding that you're going to be okay doing what you love. And that's the most powerful thing you can have. Yeah, and just being consistently doing what you love, right? Mm -hmm. Just knowing that, you know, um, 
and working with other people because acting is sometimes so um, solitary because oh, yeah. uh, it's all about trying to get the work, right? So mm -hmm. you're, you're spending so much time auditioning and a lot of that is alone. You're spending that time alone. So for me, the ideal would be on set, working with actors, working with directors, you know, um, on a consistent basis, um, doing my craft, doing the thing that I love to do. Absolutely. Yeah. So from our research here and everything like that, as previously mentioned too, uh, you went to George Brown and studied theater arts there and also got your I program did. degree and all that. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's pretty stark. Like I went into acting a bit later in my life after graduating and everything like that, but it sounds like mm -hmm. you had always wanted to do, uh, or at least in the performing arts, you had always wanted to do it. Um, is that correct? Is that performing arts something you had always wanted to do? Yeah, I think like from high school, I was always um, like a, I was kind of a theater kid in high school, too. I was always in the drama department. I'd be, you nice. know, uh, doing the high school musical shows, the productions. And then so the natural progression for me was to go to George Brown. And at the time, George Brown was like probably one of the top theater schools in the city. Mm -hmm. So um, I was really excited to join that program. But um yeah, I mean, I worked in the industry for a while, but I did have like a, a hiatus. I left. Um, so after George Brown, I did work a couple years in the industry and then I took like a 15 year hiatus. So I left okay. the industry for a big chunk of time and then I only came back in the last three years. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I think that there was a point where I was like, do I want to do this? Mm -hmm. uh, because I was young out of theater school and, you know, in hindsight, looking back, I actually had a really good run um, in terms of the work I was getting out of theater yeah. school. Um, and I think I left prematurely, but I think I was mm. just like the rejection, the auditioning, mm. no one prepared me for the business side of things. You know, <laughs> theater school did not prepare me for the day in, day out audition, rejection, um, and honestly, theater school, the focus was theater. Like I wasn't even really prepared for film and television, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so, and then I was young. So I was also kind of like, okay, I, like I want to do other things. I wanted to travel. <laughs> so I traveled and, and backpacked for a few months. And then yeah. um, when I came back, it was like, okay, I need to make money now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I I yeah I just kind of stepped away from it and then yeah just about probably about three years ago I I started working with a career coach <laughs> and she was the one that was kind of like asking me really uh good really good questions and acting just kind of performing just kept coming back into the mix <laughs> and I realized I had unfinished business like it was something that I needed to come back to. And so I did a huge overhaul. Like I, yeah. I quit my corporate career. <laughs> I took a huge leap of faith and was like, yeah, I cannot believe I'm good saying this, but I'm going to be an actor at this stage of my life. <laughs> like I have two kids. I, you know, like, it was just like, what am I doing? <laughs> but uh, it just, at the same time, it was like, if I don't do it, will I regret <laughs> it? Yeah you know, and Absolutely. then also, yeah. <laughs> so I guess the long, <laughs> the long way of answering that question was, I mean, I think I've always 
wanted to perform, but I, I, I definitely did step away from it. And I think part of that was fear for sure, you know, and yeah. And I was young and, and Mm -hmm. I think now coming back to it at an older age too, I do feel more equipped to handle it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) No, for sure. Like, um, I was just on my research on you. Like I was, I was going, I found your LinkedIn and I was going mm. through like your, your corporate background. Like you've worked at some pretty like high profile PR agencies and everything like that. Yes. And, yeah. You know, like for anyone else, like I think that would have been a cool job to have like office managers and everything like that. Like mm-hmm. it's very stable income and everything. And uh, for you to take that leap of faith could have been, could have been incredibly drastic. I'm, I'm just curious about like the, uh, the mental switch you have to do to make that turn? It was baby steps. Like I didn't jump in right away. Like I had to, I mean, it was helpful to be working with a coach. I mean, for sure, because she asked some really good questions and really had to, um, I really had to reflect on sort of my belief system too. And, Mm -hmm. and things that I had stories that I had built up and told myself about acting in general or um, pursuing a career in acting Um, and so I had to really, it was a lot of like self, uh, reflection. And then also I was so worried about, um, coming back to acting because I was like, oh my God, like, what are people going to think? Like, Mm -hmm. what's it like? what is she doing? You know, like she's got two kids, like she's got like, and she's got a good paying job. She's, you know, and like, she's going to go and leave that all to be an actor. (laughs) Like what I just it's can seem crazy right and especially if none of no one in your network is like in the performing arts and like (laughs) so it just seems like what are you doing like what are you doing yeah uh so for me it was baby steps it started with okay I'm just gonna take a class you know I what's there's no harm in taking a class I'm gonna Mm -hmm. go to a class and it started there and then it was like oh I I really I really really liked that class <laughs> and then it started to grow right it's like a little yeah. seed becomes you know and uh and then it was yeah I just I started to realize I had the bug then I started to get back in touch with people I went to theater school with who are mm-hmm. still in the game and nice. be like how's that going and how are you finding it or mm-hmm. and people who've left and said do you regret it do you yeah. have regrets about that so I, with all of that information, I then just decided from a life perspective too, I felt like um, I could be also more present for my kids with the schedule of an actor. (laughs) So it was just like taking all those little pieces and then finally being like, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to do this. Like I'm not passionate about the work I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm passionate (laughs) about this thing and I'm not getting any younger. And this, if I don't do it now, when am I going to do it? So true. So true. So I did it. It was scary as hell. (laughs) And, and then it just grew from there. Then I got my headshots and then I started to send them out. Then I got an agent and then I was auditioning and then I was getting callbacks and all those (laughs) things started to just validate the decision. So, and now I'm in it, like I'm full on in it. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a crazy story because like, (laughs) Just trying to think of it from what I know about, say, comedy and how, like, comedians during the quarantine, like, professional comedians for the first time in their careers doing it 25, 30 years, like, they've had long stretches of time where 
they're not doing stage stage time where before they were doing it every night. And like mm -hmm. comedy is as much uh, a muscle uh, as it is, you know, putting in the work and um, every element there. So like I've heard and I've seen a lot of stories about comedians going back on stage and like not knowing how to even do it anymore because it, they've been away for it for just like half a year. I wonder then like, how was that experience being taking such a long hiatus going from like, you're pretty much a different person from when you started to getting back oh, right yeah. into it. Like, how was that uh, first audition? Because I know for me, it'll be a while before I get on stage again. That first stage time is going to be like disorienting. How was that first audition for you after that, that long period? I mean, yeah, um, it's so funny because obviously like my agent was probably just like also testing like all my first auditions were like commercial auditions just mm. to like, okay, let's see how she does in these. and. Um, I was, yeah, like, I think I had the butterflies. I was like nervous. I'm like, it's been a while, um, but it was exhilarating. Like it was fun and it was, and I felt kind of like the underdog, you know? Like I kind of felt like coming into it, I was like, you know, like, well, they haven't seen me before, you know? Like it's an opportunity, like, I don't know. I just kind of just went for it and and just to see what happens. And and it was fun, like I, I'd leave and, yeah, it was just, a, it's a, it was new. Everything was so new. So for mm -hmm. me, it was just like a new adventure. And uh, and then the more you do it, the more comfortable you get and, and the more you learn the ropes and, and what the do's and don'ts are. But um, yeah. yeah, I was for sure nervous at first, butterflies. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was exciting. It was definitely exciting. Yeah, for sure. Those silent on camera uh, commercial auditions, though, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll never to slay on commercials, but I always feel so silly when I feel like mom eating a sandwich. Yeah. Like, ugh, yeah, just, yeah. just give me some bread, please. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Or give that like the the token like expression that they need. Like, it's just like, okay, I just gotta nail this expression that I'm gonna give exactly. <laughs> of enjoyment or whatever. I know, right? My yeah. goodness. Um, I, I just remember uh, going on your Instagram and you had this one post about, uh, it was like an actual envelope. And that yeah. was, yeah, like that, that was a really poignant caption that you had about basically a, a recap of your story of how you got back into it. And that actra envelope was just a signifier of your journey thus far into going it back into acting. Um, can you just go more into detail about what, uh, acting is in terms of fulfillment in your life as opposed to what you were dreading for in your corporate job before go, go, going back into acting um the thing i i love about acting um it's this magical thing it's it's connection and i just there's something about um working with another actor and you know, you're working on a scene or you're taking on this character, there's like this level of empathy to understand what this character is going through that, and, mm -hmm. and getting into the head of this character and then working with another actor. I, I, for me, it's so much about connection. And I just, I feel like everything else just goes away. It's like, yeah. it's like, there's something magical about the moment. And, um, so I, I, that's, I think that's what you, you're, you're doing it for, you're, you, yeah. you know, all the work and all the hard work and you're prepping behind the scenes and you're, you know, you're, you're learning your, your lines and you're learning your objectives in the scene and, 
and trying to build your character and all the background. And so, mm-hmm. so that when you hit that moment and all of that just goes away and it's, then it's just about you and this person that you're, you're seen partner mm-hmm. and, and connection. And Absolutely. I just, I don't know. It's so, um, you don't like, yes, there's connection. And, you know, when you work at a corporate workplace, you have connections with people and, but mm-hmm. it's just different. I don't know. And you get to, you yeah. get to explore different human experiences and I don't know I just I I love it I just I love it for sure like I mean you've had roles in untold stories of the ER and also like history erased too and everything like 2019 seemed like a really big year for you how how did it feel to actually have the fruits of your labor finally bloom after after taking that long break it was you know what it was and and this is where I talk about like you know have you made it yet like, no, but I'm not, I don't discount how far I've come mm-hmm. because I think I, I joined in 2018 and, and yeah, like to have those booking, you know how it feels like when you have that booking, you yeah. know, it's such a good feeling. Like, it's <laughs> just like, it's like, yes, like you work so hard and you get the booking and it just feels so damn good. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like validation, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. I belong here. I, I worked for this. I earned this. I earned my spot in the room. I earned my <laughs> spot on set. Um, the part is now mine <laughs> and now <laughs> I get to like have fun and, and, and play and, and enjoy that. So yeah. yeah, 2019, I think like obviously the biggest pivotal moment for me was, was, um, landing the part in the Christmas movie. Cause that was a huge part for me yeah. and a huge challenge for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because, um, yeah, that one was, that was a huge challenge. I think I auditioned for that by self tape. I wow. sent my tape in, I think on a Monday, I was contacted for a callback on the Wednesday or Thursday, <laughs> where I had to go in and read with the, the lead male who was already cast. And then I got my script on the Friday, and I was shooting on set on Monday. And I oh had 86, 86 pages, and I was in every single scene. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Like, if that's not a challenge, I don't know what is. Like, I was, so I was intense. Like, when I was, like, I literally said to my husband, I'm like, I'm going to lock myself in a room now, and you're uh-huh. never going to see me for a month. Like, I basically was like, I need to buckle down. Um, but it was an incredible learning experience. It was an incredible challenge. And... Um, with an amazing studio and I had so much fun. So for me, that was like a milestone moment because that really like, that was the fruits of my labor, like sort of like coming to that point. It was like, and also proved to me that I could handle it. Like I could do it Mm -hmm. when it was all done, said and done. It was like, okay, I did it. Like I did it. And that was scary and, and, and challenging and fun (laughs) and it stretched me and I grew and, and that's great. Um, so to me, that was big, um, in terms of like seeing coming up all the experiences that led to that moment. Yeah. Uh, Also brief side note too. Um, when Jeannie Wong first told me about your name, well, sorry, when she told me your name, I was like, that name sounds so familiar. Um, but then I was actually, cause I actually shot a commercial with Michael Moroni 
and oh, yeah. uh, he, he also he turned was the lead. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just all of a sudden like incredibly That's small so world, fun. but like it's amazing yeah. that what you guys created together it looked really good. Um, yeah. What if if you could give any one of our listeners about like auditioning prep and what set you apart in that room when you booked that part as uh, Allison? Um, what did you think you did that really set you apart, and what was your preparation process in going into that audition? Um, so I shot that honestly, and this is the days where I like now self tapes are so prevalent. Like ever, almost everything is self taping now. Whereas mm-hmm. I don't think it was as as big then. Like I don't even think I'm not even sure if I had a ring light. Oh wow! <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even know if I had the right equipment. I might have <laughs> had a ring light. Although I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I certainly, yeah, like I didn't have a backdrop or anything special. Like I, 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 so technically, I don't know if it was that great no. in the technical component, but um, in terms of the acting, I find, I don't know, for me, it was like, I connected with the material right away. I think the scene um, that was the audition piece was uh, where she visits um, her her mother her her passed on mother at, at, at the grave oh, okay at, at the grave site so it was an emotional scene and it like and for me like I have a really close relationship with my mom so it was easy to connect with the material mm. right away and just sort of tap into that you know emotion and and she was like a social worker I just felt like there were a lot of things like I could kind of from my own life experience, just kind of dealt to bring into it. Yeah. Um, and it, for me, like I said, it was like connection, right? Connection with the material um, and just making sure that I hit those emotional moments um, mm-hmm. from a real truthful place. For yeah, me, yeah. that's what I'm always trying to do is like, I don't want to seem like I'm acting. I want it to be truthful, as truthful mm-hmm. as it possibly can. So Absolutely. finding my connection to the material to make it truthful. Um, so yeah, I, I, I taped it. I didn't even, I mean, this is probably a faux pas. I'm going to oh, okay. share this. I, sh- I probably shouldn't, but I'm going to. I didn't even have a reader. Like I literally... <laughs> don't no. listen to what monica is doing people <laughs> don't do that folks no. <laughs> i don't do that anymore i would never do that again yeah but it still worked out so uh-huh. all good yeah. uh <laughs> but i didn't ever read it um so <laughs> i made it work uh-huh. um so yeah that's that's sort of how i approached it and i shot it at home sent it in i kind of like forgot about it and then was very pleasantly surprised when they came back. So, oh my God. Sorry, can, can you remind us again? What was the turnaround time between submitting that initial audition and getting I think my call? tape went in on the Monday, or mm-hmm. I, or, or maybe it went in on the Saturday or the Sunday, but I, no, I think it went in on the Monday. I think I got a call back on the Wednesday or the Thursday, and the wow. script was in my hands on the Friday, and I was shooting like Monday. Oh my God. I think we did a table read on the Friday or Saturday. <laughs> There's even a table read sometime within that week. Oh my god! Yeah, it was. It moved very quickly, and then we were uh-huh. shooting for three weeks straight. And uh-huh. um, yeah, so I, also learning how to approach each week, right? Because and we would shoot out of order, so uh-huh. I would then have to like I'd never done this before, right? This many mm-hmm. scenes, so I'd have to strategize. Okay, how am I going to learn 
86 pages in one weekend. Like, I don't think I can humanly do that. So I had to like plan my week and learn this week, mm-hmm. you know, this weekend is for this week, next weekend is next week and just kind of go that way and just, but out of order. And like, it was, yeah, it was honestly, it was like a huge challenge and, um, but it all worked out in the end. So. Yeah. Yeah. Is that something that theater school could have prepared you for? You know, I mean, to a certain degree, like you have the foundation in terms of how to, you know, do text analysis and, and um, you know, prepare your back, your back, your, you know, your, your, what I, what I call the W5, where I've learned that at Armstrong Acting Studios as well, like who, what, why, when, where, what do you want, all those things. So you, it does help you in terms of your text analysis and preparing, but I don't, no, like in terms hmm. of like film and television, theater yeah. school, I feel like there's a gap there. I didn't learn how to be on set. I didn't learn mm. how to, you know, prepare scenes out of order or, to, you know, or, you know, what frame that the camera is going to have you in. Like yeah. I had to do the things that you learn on set. It's it's great. It's like, you know, I had to do an emotional scene and they started far away so Mm -hmm. I had to kind of pace myself so that I didn't like spill all my emotions on a shot that was going to be far away so that when they do come in tight I was able to really give my emotion at that point and not be completely exhausted right Mm -hmm. so things like that like who prepared I don't know I I didn't learn that in theater school so Uh you kind of just have to use your you know it's experience I think you gain on set, really, yeah. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a little bit of common sense and a little bit of like, le- yeah, learning on set because you don't necessarily know the frames. And in class, I think class, mm-hmm. any film class is good. Uh, they'll probably help you go over some of those things like the For camera sure. mm-hmm. shots and stuff. Yeah, The technical components, I guess. No doubt. <laughs> Um, so, so we had a guest on last week that, that he was recently on a Hallmark movie. Um, and he was telling us about like the different, uh, acting techniques or styles as opposed to like being in a, um, in a non-Hallmark movie. And I I would somewhat categorize like a Harlequin book movie similar to a Hallmark movie. Would you, yeah. Uh, would you, what uh, in your research for the character and also research for the production company that's also making it too? Um, what kind of like acting changes that you have to do to prepare yourself for this role so that you don't play like a, like an incredibly gritty child protection services agent, as opposed to like, <laughs> say a Harlequin Hallmark movie uh, agent? I think that that comes down to like a little bit of genre too, right? It's like when anytime mm-hmm. you're preparing for um, a role or audition, like you kind of, you, I like like the idea is that you should research like what what's the genre like if you're doing are you doing a sci-fi are you doing Mm -hmm. you know like a Christmas movie like there's different styles right so it's maybe um more family friendly like you kind of have to keep in mind who's watching it who's the Mm -hmm. audience for the show it's kind of there in the writing to be honest (laughs) so you kind of just you know you have to play it as truthful, truthfully as you can. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's kind of a, a different, a stylized, a different world, right? It's like a different mm-hmm. version of, I don't know. 
it, it's a different uh, it's a different genre i guess i don't Absolutely. know it's got its own its own uh, style yeah um just like a sci-fi maybe from like a procedural like they're all kind of different so you kind of have to just see how you can cater your performance to fit in that world i think sure yeah and um sorry josh did you have something oh well i i guess i was thinking kind of like you know when when you share kind of what you do with other family members and like sometimes you can get a little self-conscious of it like for comedy like I pick and choose very specific <laughs> shows that I go to to sh share with like my folks or, or my parents and stuff so like you can't always share everything with with uh, your family or especially for like your kids how was like being able to share this family friendly like film with with your kids you know what it was great because it's like, it's perfect. Like this is the perfect opportunity yeah. to share my work. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's things I've done. I was like, oh, you can't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've said that a lot, like, or I've had auditions or something that stuff that's a little more gritty or scene work or something. And like, maybe I'll show my husband, my kids are like, I want to see. And I'm like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was funny too, though, because there was like a kissing scene. So my kids were like, oh, like they couldn't handle that. And I was like, it's just acting. So it's like, it's hard, you know, you still have to like explain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was great. Like it was, it's a perfect thing like to share with my parents and like family and friends. And it was like, it was so much fun because it was over Christmas. Like we had a viewing party. Like Aww, <laughs> nice. it was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that's like a nice a nice uh, opportunity to share. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How yeah. old are How old are your kids? Uh, ten years old and seven years old. Oh, yeah. okay, Two that's girls. interesting. So, at like yeah. during that period, then when you decided to you know make that change from like being um, their moms in a corporate job to like now you're suddenly within a week you got to go and shoot a entire movie in another three weeks. Like, how was how was that kind of change in lifestyle been for for your kids and like for you as well because you know you have to juggle family as well as you know now this pursuit of a passion as all of us have to do you know yeah um in some ways I think it's been great because my schedule's freed up a little bit too because when you're I can audition during the day and then I'm, I'm present in the evenings when they get home from school mm -hmm. um and then also it's tough because when you do book something like uh, productions it's like to get a schedule like you don't get planning and scheduling like way in advance like it's like you find out the night before when you're shooting for the next day so that can be challenging when you're like trying to figure out what you're going to do with your kids and <laughs> how yeah. you're gonna who's gonna watch the children yeah. um but in terms I feel actually I, I, the more I think about it, sometimes I, I go, I have a big responsibility. Like I feel, I feel that I'm also share, like setting an example like that. Mm. Like I, and I, what I'm saying to them always is like to go after their dreams. Right. Yeah. Like, it, I, and they see their mom, like hustling, starting a new career at this stage in their, in her life. And I feel like that's also like, a good thing to show them yeah and to be honest like now with lockdown it's been kind of funny because i don't know if if you found this too lucas like uh, there's like a lot of bubbled stuff right now mm -hmm. right have you noticed yeah so yeah. like there's a lot of um 
bubbled family stuff. So now I've kind of been like, do you guys want to like audition? And they're like, what? yeah, <laughs> so they're kind of into it. So we actually booked a commercial um, and we oh, shot what? a family commercial uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago or a couple last month. Nice. Um, and so they actually got to be on set and like have wow. the whole experience. So that was kind of fun. Oh yeah. my god! Um, I know. Can you, can you say what the client was? If anything, I, I can. It was it was Aeroplan. It's already airing now. So yeah. Oh nice! Congratulations! Yeah. That's awesome. You get to do with the whole you. family. I know it was so fun. Actually, it was really funny because when we were doing the tape, I think my husband thought he was just like a prop. <laughs> I don't think he knew he was like actually gonna book it. Like I think after he was like, "Wait a minute!" So I'm I'm like in the commercial. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, you're in." <laughs> So, oh my uh, god but it was fun it was fun to do that as a family yeah uh -huh. oh <laughs> man honestly that's so cool looking at aeroplane commercial during covid wow crazy right yeah yeah um of, of course like all your all your great successes cannot be discounted without all the training and all the hard work you actually put into you know booking those roles too um i just noticed from like your manny profile too that you've taken like meisner classes scene studies with like Lewis and also even improv classes too. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like what's your approach to training? Is it more of a eclectic way of gaining as many skills as possible? Or are you more zoned into one kind of training that you really like and you focus on? Um, I've, I've gone to a lot of different places because I think I'm still trying to figure out um, my approach. Mm -hmm. um, I feel sometimes it's changed. I think I'm, I'm starting to now feel more um, uh, more consistently finding my way into the work. Whereas cool. for a while, I think I was just like kind of exploring different acting techniques and methods. Like I loved, I loved Meisner. I think Meisner mm -hmm. is great. I'd actually like to revisit Meisner mm -hmm. um, because I think it, there's something very instinctual about Meisner that I really want to bring into the work, like following your instincts in the moment and really yeah taking the focus off you and onto the other person. <laughs> um, so I really love that about Meisner. Um, but yeah, I just, cause I, I think I was just kind of exploring because I'd been out for so long too. It's mm. like, I wanted to find my, my, my place. Like where's, where's going to be the place where I kind of hunker down. And, and uh, I, I found one acting teacher, Nola Augustson, mm. and she has been sort of my consistent teacher throughout. Um nice. And she's been in the industry for years and she's a veteran and, and as is her husband and, um, mm -hmm. and they worked out of milestone studios. Um, Ooh. I mean, now, uh, with everything going on, that's sort of on pause, mm. but she's been a great mentor and coach to me. Um, and then lately it's been Armstrong acting studios. I kind of came back to them and I've been working with Salvatore Antonio and he's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and a very like, um, really like uh, he focuses a lot on the W5 and, and I, yeah. I just find like there are things that I can repeatable actions that I can kind of take into my work mm -hmm. each time which is very comforting because yeah. sometimes you don't want to go into me like what am I doing I don't know how to approach this <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know like at least you have that that methodology you can come back to the work and like okay focus we're gonna this is how we're gonna find our way in exactly um, yeah, so I like and Amos Crawley as well. He is, is at Armstrong Act and he's great. He's been doing coaching me on my like self tapes and stuff like that. 
Awesome. Yeah. Th- that's still so inspiring that even though like, you know, we're in a lockdown right now and everything's kind of shut down that you're still keeping inspired and still, you know, pursuing the training and at least have that mental capacity to, to go into the work as opposed to being a passive passenger in the work. I just, I love it. I love it so much. I love learning. I love class. <laughs> um, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes, you know, like you can feel when you're having like your off days and you need, or you, you're trying to work through something, but I love like pushing through that. And then I, I, when you can see the results or see like discoveries in your work and Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just feel like I'm always, I I think that's what it is that I love about acting. There's always something to learn. Like you're never, you're never going to be done learning Mm -hmm. and you're never going to be done growing. And it's always going to, um, like, I think you evolve as a person. So does your work at the same mm-hmm. time, your experiences in life change yeah. and, 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 and that comes into your work too. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, I think that's what it is now that I'm talking to you, to you guys. Like, yeah. I feel like that's maybe what, what I love so much about it. Uh-huh. Has there, makes- yeah, yeah. That makes total sense because I feel <laughs> like the, one of the things that a lot of people get kind of bogged down with in like say a nine to five job is the repetition and kind of just like doing the same things over and over again and surprisingly you know we're we're all creatures that want some new stimulus and all of that so I feel like that's also a thing that kind of separates pushes people to really make that choice to pursue kind of a passion um, dream I'm wondering then like I guess for you what's what's that one little kind of experience you you're looking forward to potentially learning because like I think our yeah last week um our guest said is like he's looking really forward to that role where he can just pig out and just gain a bunch of bunch of weight for the role do you you know do you have like one that specific that does sound really great and you get paid to do it so that's like a even like better bonus. double bonus yeah 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 what's um what's one of those like kind of learning or roles that like would take you down something you you'd really want to learn or, or like a skill to get Okay, so I I recently did a self tape and I got to play sort of like a villain, villainous character and nice. oh my god, I enjoyed it so much, <laughs> <laughs> like a little too much. Yeah, <laughs> I feel I feel like that is something I want to I want to play something dark. Like I want to like, uh, yeah, that's what <laughs> I want to do. Yeah, I want to play something gritty and dark, and I want to like challenge myself and and do that. And it's so much fun. It's fun. So that's what I, <laughs> that's what I want to do. <laughs> Absolutely, because like, yeah, like you can't. Society generally frowns upon you doing bad things or things against the law, but there's nothing against like playing a biker in like sons of anarchy you know where you, you go around playing with guns that's all that's all good yeah yeah i just i just want to play a villain on tv i don't want to yeah, be yeah. A, Not a, a villain on tv and then yeah. just you know get all the skills and knowledge of being a villain so you know when you decide to do it later you know what to do exactly yeah. you know just like. saying <laughs> uh you want to do some word association right now Okay. Oh gosh. I feel like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I can do this. <laughs> Don't worry. It's, it's your subconscious. I'm, ner- I'm starting to sweating over. as soon as you said it. Okay. Don't. Right. Okay. 
<laughs> for uh, for our new listeners or those who haven't don't know about this game, we like to play this little word association game at the end of our podcast, just as a kind of a palate cleanser. Uh, put our guests on on the spot, you know, not too much on the spot. You know, just play around <laughs> with it. Um, but yeah, so I'll have ten words. Lucas will have ten words. Uh, we'll go through our lists and the first idea, thought, word that comes to your mind uh, as we say each word, just put it out there. Uh, the quicker, the more intriguing the answer. So I'm just throwing that. Um, so we'll go through that and we'll see what happens. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay, let's do this. I'll go first and Lucas will finish it off. So first word, clear your head, clear your mind. Family. Friends. Pineapple. Food. Rain. Shower. Alone. Quiet. Motivation. Drive. Kumquat. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Mountain. Climb. Tightrope. Walk. Satisfied. Determined. And ending. Now. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. I like I liked your answer for alone as being quiet because I could. I, that's such a parent answer to that because it's like it's the first so thing true. you can think is like oh god I don't have the rest of my family I don't have to deal with anybody else is like quiet that's the that's yes that's it quiet yeah <laughs> I love ending and just like now because you just want to finish it just finish it <laughs> end scene exactly all right are you ready for the next 10 there okay all right okay, all right okay okay Again, clear your mind, get to that Zen space. Perfect, yeah, perfect. Okay. okay, first word of 10. Training. Olympics. Oh, cool. Uh, Meisner. Truthfully. Cool. <laughs> That's a word. Okay, uh, cool. <laughs> balance. Uh, workload. Mm. Uh, warmth. Hug. Perform. Emote. Nola. Mentor. Name. Person. Stories. Life. Theater. Staged. And the last one, Monica. Me. <laughs> That's hey. where it is. Yeah. I don't know if it was that inspiring, my one words, but hey. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Give I it up for that. exactly yes. <laughs> for Monica Rodriguez Knox. Thank you hey. so much. Thanks, guys. This is fun. Thank you for having oh. me. Thank, Thank you. you for being a guest. And um, yeah, what are your uh, social media handles? Oh, right. Uh, okay, so on Insta, I think it's mnox, M-K-N-O-X-01. 
Let, let, let me confirm right. with you. Let, let me. I'm not 100%, to be honest. You are right. M not Am I right? Okay, zero one. Cool. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so that's my IG. And then you can find me on Facebook. Just my, look, look my name up. <laughs> cool, awesome. cool. And uh, do you have, I guess, any like future projects we should keep an eye out? You know, something coming uh, up? Well, the Christmas movie is airing on Christmas Eve, December yes. 24th at 7 p.m. on Up TV. Okay. And then I think again on Christmas Day at mm. 7 a.m., which I'll be sleeping. But maybe, <laughs> maybe other people will be awake <laughs> and they can tune in. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, Josh, what are your handles? Oh, uh, at Josh Yang Comedy across everything. And uh, of course, at the end, I always like to plug my other podcast, the Sleep with Josh podcast. It's uh, a sleep aid podcast where I read laws and terms of service and the dictionary. So if you want to hear this voice reading dry stuff to go to sleep, sleep with Josh. Uh, tell everybody you, you do that. So uh, Lucas, what are your handles? Uh, everyone can find me at Lucas John Ng on Instagram and on Facebook. And please like and subscribe to this podcast at HWMIY Podcast. Uh, for audio, it's wherever you listen to your podcast. If you want the video, the good stuff right here, you can find us on YouTube at Have We Made It Yet Podcast. Um, yeah, give it up for Monica again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Uh, we'll see you all next weekend. Remember to wear a mask and stay safe, everybody. Bye-bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.